Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe with another edition of the NAIF Ball Podcast powered by AdCraft USA, your custom apparel, merch, and uniform experts. That's right, our friends at AdCraft USA have stepped up their game to become the presenting sponsors of our podcast and live show. These guys are NAI fans and family who are experts in the apparel and merchandise world. AdCraft allows you to take the hassle out of ordering. Let their knowledgeable design and customer service staff handle everything from hosting the store online, shipping, and helping your customers if they have questions so you can get back to the game. Find them online at adcraftusa.com and adcraftwebstores.com. All right, guys, tonight we have Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. Coach, it's been three months and a day since we last actually talked it, it seems weird for it to be that short yeah it really does it, it seems like we just finished playing and uh and really we did you know three months ago and now we're ready to start another season and it really felt like we played two full football seasons last school year all right so i know we talked about the season a little bit when we spoke three months ago um, but let's just kind of take one one last look at it before we move on to, to 2021. You start the year with a heck of a game uh, against Morningside. A couple of late turnovers dooms you to, to start the year. Talk about how that set the tone for your season. Yeah, you know, it was a great game out of the gate last fall. And, uh, you know, a great atmosphere, big game. And, and I thought our kids really competed well. And battled throughout that game. We fell behind 14 nothing early and, and, and battled back to get the lead in the second half. And yeah, like you mentioned, we, we weren't able to finish that game. But I think that game really fueled a lot of belief in our, our, our team that, that we can compete at a high level. And, and our, our players really did a great job uh, from that point forward of just taking care of business so that we could get that opportunity in the spring uh, to, to have a really good postseason run. A couple weeks later, you do finish the game against Dort. Uh, how um, how happy are you to know that Noah Clayberg is not returning at Dort? Yeah, and, and, you know, it's not gonna. We're not gonna miss him at all. <laughs> I, I can say that for sure. Um, you know, Coach Penner, he, he he puts together a good group. Those kids will compete really hard, and and regardless, that that game is another game where it's going to be a great atmosphere. You get in the playoffs and you really do vanquish some of the demons. We talked about it a, a few months ago, getting that monkey off your back in more than one way, actually, for that matter, both the one and done and then ending the losing streak to Morningside in a game that mattered way more than the fall. Talk about that playoff run up to up to the national championship game. Yeah, it was a really special run and, and, and really, you know, being paired with Dickinson State in the first round, Coach Stanton has, has such a great program, and it really had our guys' attention. And I knew once I saw that pairing come out, I, I knew that we'd get our best preparation from our guys that week, that they would be locked in and ready to go. And and we played a really great game that first week, and then yeah, went on the road to play Grandview in week two or in the round two of the playoffs, and. Yeah, another game that we found ourselves in a 14 nothing hole, but our guys battled back and, and really a, just a tough physical football game and you know made some really big plays at the end to come away with a win. And, and then, yeah, semifinals, we were able to match up with Morningside again. And, and that, that game was, was you know just such an outstanding football game and in so many ways. And, 
you know, it was back and forth throughout the whole, whole game as just a, a tough battle. And our offense made some huge plays throughout the game, and our, our defense just battled and battled throughout the game and was able to get a couple big fourth and one stops in the fourth quarter and, and score once on defense in the second half. And they, they know they did just enough to get the ball back to our offense to, to go down the field and score. And we knew if we got the ball back that our offense would score. And, you know, we never really doubted our guys. And it was a huge win for our program just getting over that hump and, and getting to the championship game again. Um, it was an awesome run. We, I don't know if anybody's played a, a tougher stretch of football. Uh, we went on the road and played number two, then we played number one, and then we played number three after that. And it was it was a fun stretch. Definitely one of the toughest playoff roads that I've that I've seen. You get down to Grambling, and and you face Lindsey Wilson without your starting quarterback. And and I know that that Fryer is is definitely a capable capable backup. He acquitted himself well against Lindsey Wilson. And you don't have to respond to this, but that does that takes a little something out of you. It takes a little wind out of your out of yourselves when when your emotional leader goes down like that. Talk about what you learned about your team in uh, that loss to Lindsey. Yeah, you know, I thought our guys really rallied around Blake uh, Fryer really well, and, and our guys prepared really well, and and we knew going into that game, Lindsey Wilson has a, a very very talented football team, and. You know, we knew that we were going to have to get some breaks to go our way early and, and, and really wanted to be able to establish the run game and, and really try to control things early. And we weren't able to do that, and they, they were able to get a couple score lead early and really changed how we hoped to play that game. And, you know, what I was most impressed about with our guys is, is how they prepared for that game. And just, you know, there was no excuse that we were missing our starting quarterback. And, you know, they went out there, they competed hard, and, and they competed for four quarters. And, you know, the scoreboard wasn't in our favor, but our, our, our kids competed hard for 60 minutes. And, you know, I, I think there's some big things we took away from that as, as we watched the film and as we evaluated that game that, you know, we learn from that, we grow, and it's an opportunity for us to get better down the road. Like a lot of the top teams, y'all are bringing back a lot of talent. I said it last week. I'll say it again, especially among the top 16 to 20 teams in the NAI. This is going to be the best year of competition that the NAI has seen possibly ever, um, just with the amount of folks coming back for that last year. Uh, defensively, you've got a good bit coming back, uh, whether it be uh, Brett Mosier and along the D-line, along with T.J. Jones, whether it be Corbin Gramstad on at the end position, Parker Fryer, um, your leading tackler there, uh, Noah Van Hoff, one tackle behind him with his four picks, uh, Jake Lynott, um with his four picks, and uh, Tanner Olson, how did I forget him at linebacker, with six, 66 tackles and two picks of his own. Talk about growing into an even more ferocious defense in 2021. Yeah, we, we feel like we've got a, a really strong core back defensively and and return nine starters defensively. Um, Jaden Snyder will move in at safety, and Jaden had started uh, the last half of the fall season for us at safety um, and just punted for us in the postseason because he was a starting second baseman on the baseball team, and so he was busy with baseball um, during the spring and, and just punted for us, but he'll move back and, and play safety again this fall. We feel like that group just continues to grow. It was 
we were a pretty young group going into last year, and, and you could see it throughout the season uh, in the fall, just the growth from week to week and, and how comfortable they became with the scheme. And then the offseason allowed them January and February to physically get a little bit bigger and stronger. And then the spring, we thought we were playing some really good football defensively. And I'm just really excited about an, another year of growth for those guys. Brett Moser is an outstanding leader for us, and, and so is Noah Van Toff. And, you know, I'm really excited for those guys to get back out there and compete. Hello, this is Billy Hall from Reinhardt University, and you are listening to NAI FO. Offensively, obviously, Tyson Coima was the uh, the engine that made that where your offense really got started. Good news is that he is coming back for another year and is doing well in his rehab. He's going to have a ton of weapons coming back. While you do lose your leading wide receiver in Solberg. You're bringing back Story and Mosier. Have a lot of them Mosiers. And um, and uh, Logan Meyer and Connor McQuillan in the backfield. Talk about that offense and that dance of getting Fryer settled in for the first few weeks there before really ramping up that competition once Tyson comes back. Yeah, like you mentioned, Tyson's, you know, hoping for kind of a mid-season return and um yeah i think our guys i think blake showed us a lot of moxie in that championship game and just being able to compete and step into that challenge and that was the best defense we faced all year and blake took it in stride and really you know played well i saw a lot of really good things from him in that game and just how he handled himself and how he stayed composed and competed and so our, our team is extremely confident in Blake as we start the season. And he's got great weapons around him, like you mentioned. That you know we're really deep at receiver with Michael Story and Cade Mosier. You know those two are outstanding playmakers on the outside. Um, and then at running back, we return both of our starters at running back, uh, Connor McQuillan and Logan Meyer. And we feel like we can really run the football effectively with them because we do return all five starting offensive linemen. Um, that was actually a pretty young group for us last year. And, our sixth offensive lineman is back as well. He'll be a senior next year, but it's a kid that has started, uh, you know, a full season for us in the past. So really confident and, and feel really good about the guys we have coming back on that side of the ball that, that they can put up some good numbers. Going into your 2021 season, man, that is a, that is a difficult schedule. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Couple things that stand out to me are four consecutive away games, and then two out of your last three games are against your other top two in your conference. Back to back weeks versus Dort versus Morningside. Talk about your schedule. Yeah, it's you know it's it's a very um, road heavy schedule. We have four home games and seven road games this year, and you know it's a good challenge for our guys. It's something where they they will know get their attention that we've got to be prepared and when we go on the road you know we've really got to execute at a high level and you know I think coming out of the gate um we we have one week of practice before we get into our our game against presentation and uh we've got to be ready to go right from the start and 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 we can't really ease into things and so our guys know and understand that this season it's a long season you know we we can't really look ahead to those games late in the season we've really got to continue to grow throughout the year and so that we're playing our best when we hit those games at the end of the year and we've talked you know a lot about with our guys of 
we made it really close to the top of the mountain last year, but starting a new season, everybody starts at the bottom and we, we can't focus on the top, but we got to focus on the climb and, and our guys really embrace that. And, you know, they've worked really hard over the summer and, and they're really excited to get practices started and get back to work together again. And, you know, if we do what we need to at, at the end of the season, hopefully we're back up there. That's one thing I want to ask you about as one of the last two teams standing and the only and one of only two teams playing in the month of May. When you have that first game against presentation, that's gonna be less than four months prep for or, or off season. The weirdness of a very compressed summer and how you're balancing rest versus prep that, yeah that's that's really good that's a really good question and, and you know we're hoping we're doing it the right way we when we got back from the from the national championship game we really took you know almost two months off aside from our just workouts that you know our off-season weight workouts but we took two months off of, of football and really staying away from the, each other as a team in terms of just letting our guys rest and recover because the spring was so long. We had 48 practices, I believe, in the spring. We had four really physical, intense playoff games. We wanted our guys to, to recover and be rejuvenated when we started football again and just started doing some, some throw-around stuff and with them now in the last couple of weeks. And you can see that sense of excitement now to get back together and get to work. But that was really important for us, that we wanted our guys hungry and excited when we started again um, because it it was only a few months ago that we were playing, you know, less than three, you know, just a little over, I guess, three months ago, we were playing some really intense football games. And so the, the recovery piece is really, really important. And it's, it, you don't want to overlook that. Something that I'm going to be really interested to see this year, you know, a lot of folks have wanted to come back and, and really hit the ground running, but I, I wonder how that's going to look end of the year having played basically, you know, two seasons in, in the span of, of one year. So let's let's talk big picture here. For the Red Raiders to make it back to the national championship game, what has to happen correctly in Orange City? You know, I, I think, and this, this is probably for everybody, you know, the staying healthy is really big. Um, the, the teams that can put their best teams on the field, their best players on the field, you know, come November, that that's a big advantage. Um, and, and for us, I think that the next step for us, we have to be able to run the football better um, and, and be able to just control the games running the football. You know, we were pretty fortunate last spring that the postseason uh, was in the spring and it was nice out. And, the, you know, we played our semifinal game in 90-plus degree weather. You know, this this year, if we're playing a semifinal game, uh, we're just hoping it's plus weather um, in Iowa. You know, it could be five degrees. Uh, so it's going to be different, different environment to play in. And so we've got to be able to run the football and be able to control the game that way. And I think that's a big step for us to just continue to be a physical football team on both sides of the ball. Well, Coach, I, I thank you for coming and sitting down and talking with me tonight. Um, the number two team in the nation, still hungry, still has work to do. Uh, looking forward to seeing some GPAC football. I know it's going to be some of the best that we've seen yet. Yeah, I appreciate you taking time to visit with me. It's going to be an awesome football season, and you referenced it earlier. I think the amount of talent 
you know, throughout the top 20, 25 teams in the country is, is pretty deep and it's going to be a really fun football year, football season for NAI football. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the NAIF Ball podcast powered by AdCraft USA. Be sure to contact them for all your custom apparel, merch, and uniform needs. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to the podcast and to our YouTube channel. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you'd like to support what we do, head over to patreon.com forward slash NAIAFball and become a patron. We can't do what we do without our sponsors and listeners like you.